Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone. Today's episode, I don't have to know it all. And we bring this because are you in a new role? Maybe you have a new team, new responsibilities, new skills, maybe a new leadership role. Well, many of you are changing roles and having to do more with less, but still be considered an expert at what you do. So how does one adapt? Well, it starts with you don't have to know it all. And in this episode, we've got a great guest to discuss this. It's Caroline Cohen on how to adapt, build trust, and delegate and be able to communicate this without having all the answers. And Caroline knows because she went from a learning and development leader to the new head of people and culture at a new company, a new industry, new role. And not to mention, this is happening during COVID lockdowns, working from home to hybrid. Our guest, Caroline Cohen, is the director now of People and Culture at Medisca, which is a distribution company specializing in pharmaceutical compounding products and services. And she brings to that role her extensive experience at leading teams, managing multiple concurrent projects, implementing processes, and most importantly, approaches her work with the attitude of anything is possible, which is so helpful when you are in this new role. And we discuss in this episode how to get the most from your teams and your networks when you're in this new role and how to delegate effectively and communicate the vision again when you are in a new role and building the right setting for trust, which is so important when you may not have all the answers. We'd love to hear your thoughts or comments or questions on this episode. So do email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. Once again, that's podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca for your thoughts, comments, or questions on this episode. And help our show out. Don't forget to subscribe or leave us a rating or review as we continue to bring you leadership and communication skills episode on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Now, let's meet Caroline Cohen with I Don't Have to Know It All. Here we are with Caroline Cohen on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Caroline, how are you doing today? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm Great. Good. All right. Sense of humor is really important as we talked about leadership and we're talking about you don't have to know it all, which is really interesting as we talk about your journey. And I think this will be helpful to a lot of people. Uh, your journey as you walk into you walked into a new role, a new industry. Uh, new responsibilities. Um, and I think this is a challenge for a lot of people who are changing jobs, but not just changing jobs, changing the roles in, in leadership and even taking more on. Uh, so how, yeah. let's start with this. How did you, how did you figure this out? How did you adapt? How yeah. did I adapt? Well, um, I think in part, I, you know, I relied on my own skill set mm -hmm. um, over the years I've, I've, built my experience in, in many different areas. I've also built my experience leading teams. So um, I did come into a senior manager role in my current position, but then quickly got promoted into a director role. So um, with that, I basically just, again, relied on my experience, yeah. um, relied on the team that I had, got the opportunity to build a team, um, as well to add to the existing team. So I had a vision for how um, I wanted um, to, to build my team and grow and where I felt that I had mm -hmm. gaps that I needed to fill. 
Um, so now I've managed to do that and I've, I've completed mm-hmm. <laughs> or I filled all the spots on the team. And um, basically it's also, um, you know, trusting in the people that you have right. and, and, uh, and, and in their expertise. Yeah. Cause your, 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 your background was in learning and, and you switched over Correct. to head of people and culture now. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So my background was in learning um, for many, many years, but I did um, manage my, t- I did lead my team. I managed mm-hmm. the team. Um, I managed my team remotely to where head office was. So I did have to deal with um, all, all things management, leadership, uh, human resources wise for my team. Um, as part of a, a learning team or a training team, we did have to develop um, a lot of programs for um, human resources for right. our people, as well as some technical training. So I already had a background um, to, to a certain right. degree. So I basically, again, fell back on the experience that I've had um, and applied it to where I am now. And um, and I'm just, you know, moving forward and plugging <laughs> yeah, along. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Learning as you go along, but but I, but. Learning but, as I go that along, be, yeah. But to be fair, you did say you 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 had an idea, you had a a, a vision for this, and um, yeah. And so it's kind of two parter here because this was your quote, the quote for the title of this this episode. I don't have to know it all. So it's impossible okay. to know it all. Let's let's just <laughs> let's just say that it's impossible to know mm-hmm. it all. Uh, you can have general knowledge on a lot of areas. You can have expertise in certain specific areas, um, but in, in my role as, as director of people and culture, I can't possibly have mastered every single area of, of human resources. It's impossible. Um, so again, I rely on the experts mm-hmm. that I brought on to the team. Um, you know, it, it's common practice to also rely on external right. help, uh, whether it's other consultants, other, other firms um, to help, um, help with either whether it comes to policies, whether it comes to compensation, whether it comes to uh, labor issues. Um, that's a very common practice. And I think leaders out there need to understand that it's about building their networks. It's about um, building those relationships, um, knowing who you can go to to help um, get your information. The important part is to think strategically and to have a vision for what it is that you want to accomplish. And once you have that, it's easy to go pull um, and, and pull from the, the resources that you have as part of your network to help you along the way. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and we hear this a lot about from a lot of other companies too, where they, they basically say you build your internal network, <laughs> build your external network, Correct. B- build that network Correct. Uh, so that you are not alone and you don't have to know it all. And I'm, I'm impressed that you, you figured that out, that that was really important. You made that, it sounds like you made that a priority uh, because there's a, there's a certain yes. vulnerability that's going to be involved in, in, in saying, um, or p- people who walk into that leadership role feel that they do have to know it all, or they have to be the expert. So maybe you could be helpful. Like, how did you manage to sort of let go? I guess, and decided you were going to you that looking looking to build a network was was it was was an important part of that vision. Well, it was the only way that I was going to be mm-hmm. successful. I, I went, you know, we, there's only so many hours in a day that we can humanly mm-hmm. work. <laughs> so, um, you know, if I was going to have to find all the answers myself, I was just going right. to drown. So I had no choice but to 
um, yes, work hard, but also recognize um, where my own personal gaps were and where I needed to uh, to go and ask for help. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, otherwise I would have just um, it, it crashed and burned and, I, you know, you don't want that to happen. So in order to be successful, mm-hmm. um, I felt, okay, I need to put things into perspective. I need to realistically see what can I actually accomplish myself and, and assess what my gaps are um, and then see where I need to fill um, those knowledge gaps with who, whether it's with people, whether it's with external right. help. Um, yeah. This is, this is what, this is what we would call heightened, heightened emotional intelligence, Caroline, where you had that self-awareness yeah. to go, I want to be successful and I know what my gaps are. Um, so if I want to be successful, then I know I, and this is part of the self-management, then I know I need to, as you said, ask for help or else I'm going to burn out from the stress of trying to know it all um, and figure everything out myself. So then this leads me to the next question, which means that you would probably have to do a fair amount of delegation. And this is also a big challenge that we see from uh, a lot of leaders and managers is uh, they'll say, it's just faster if I do it myself, (laughs) I'll just do it myself. And they recognize that, you know, delegation is also a a learning opportunity to to coach someone, to train someone. Uh, But at the same time, it's again, it's, it's hard sometimes to, to let go and, and to find that right level of being involved, supporting them, or not being involved. So maybe talk a little bit more if you if you're good. Let's talk a little bit more about your your ideas around delegation. So it's important to delegate, um, and again, this comes back to not being able to do everything mm-hmm. yourself. Um, but it's also important to be very clear in that delegation, what your expectations are, what the, what, what's required, what I need from the other person. Um, so being very clear and precise as to what it is that you require, um, involving your team, uh, making them feel valued, Mm -hmm. providing them with opportunities to also learn themselves, um, in the tasks that they need to accomplish. Um, and to just give them, um, help them build that sense of confidence that what I'm asking them to provide is, is um, going to basically help, um, help accomplish the goals that I have or, or the, the needs that I have, but also um, make them feel like they've contributed, contributed to the bigger picture. And that's extremely important is, is making, involving your team um, and making them feel like they, they've had an, a part in the whole process. And that they've contributed. Swish. That's the basketball going through the net without hitting the rim right through the net. <laughs> I think that's a terrific answer about delegation because people often confuse delegation with allocation, uh, which is here are some tasks, go go do it and just get it done. Uh, and you're saying, well, no, delegation is actually an opportunity to, um, to empower the people that are around you and Mm -hmm. to give them a sense of purpose that they're all working towards something versus just doing something that they're working towards something. Exactly. And and then also to be able to communicate what's expected and what's required and to be very precise about, I guess, what the end result should look like and timelines uh, as well as part of that delegation. 100%. Swish. 
<laughs> basketball Which, going through the net. <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, and then, so let me ask you another question around around delegation. Um, uh, off camera, you talked about uh, before we started. We talked a little bit about values, and and that's that's an important yes. part of sort of tying these pieces together. Yes. So values are, you know, most I, most companies or every company has um, company mm-hmm. values. Um, they're there for the main reason that that's what the company believes in. That's what they expect um, from from their employees. Um, that's what um, we tell our customers that they can they will expect right. from us. Um, it's also you know there to guide you when you're not sure what to do, when you're not sure how to act, when you're facing you have challenges. They're they're there to guide. Um, so if you are not sure in terms of what to do, if you're not sure in what direction to go in, always fall back on what the company values are because you cannot go wrong if you stay true to the values. Yeah. And that is so important. And a lot of people lose sight of the company values. They don't, they don't, ha- they don't, you need to live them. You need to breathe them. You need to believe in them. You need to um, remind people of them. And we often forget yeah. <laughs> that they exist. <laughs> and we often forget, oh, maybe if I fell back on what the company truly believes in and stands right. for, that'll help me in making the decisions that I need to make. It's it, The values is such a good guide because it's basically, it's, it's something everybody can agree upon. Um, and mm-hmm. I guess if you have to give feedback to someone about a project or about the task and you could go, well, how does this tie into what we're trying, our values, our, values. Yeah, our mission or yeah. Yeah. What are we trying what, to do in yeah. our values? Uh, yeah. And that's a great way to, to do that because, um, again, part of sort of difficult conversations is find common ground or find a mutual purpose, uh, as a way to sort of frame giving difficult feedback or having a difficult conversation. So I, I really like this idea about, and, and it's so true. So many organizations, um, or so many people might dismiss their values, but to use those values as going, Hey, we're here working together. We can agree on this. Yes. 100%. Swish. <laughs> Swish. <laughs> That's going through the net. All right. Um, <clears throat> now this, this leads me to also thinking about, about the relationships that you have with these people. Um, there's only there's probably only one word that comes to mind, which is you, you've you've set up the expectations, you set up clarity, you've got the the values as a mutual purpose. Uh, I guess uh, as you're building these relationships uh, and these everyone's involved, I guess the next thing is trust. Correct. Yeah, trust, building trust, having integrity. Um, you build trust through integrity, you know, by following up and doing what you say you're going to so do. So that, so hang on. So um, that's your, that's your definition of a trust then for yourself is, is do what you say you're going to do. Well, if you, if you do what you say you're going to do, then it doesn't still mm-hmm. trust, right? If you deliver on what you promise, it instills trust because then others know that they can right. count on you. Um, if, you know, so I think for, for me into trust and integrity, um, they are related, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, um, I, I will always put trust in the people that work with me, um, first, Mm -hmm. and I will, um, I will lead by example by following up on what I say I'm going to do. And I will expect the same. And I think as long as I communicate that, as long as I, I lead by example and I, I live what I stand by, um, 
others will follow. <laughs> Swish. Uh, do what <laughs> do what you're gonna do, and then like, the promise that you that you're gonna do it and deliver on that. And then the second part of that, I'm just gonna you know say it again because I thought that was so important, Caroline. What you said is, um, and then to communicate that that that's also what you expect. Be- yes, because 100%, of course, <laughs> Swish, yeah. if you want, one hundred percent. Because that's probably the biggest gap in communication is people expect others to read our minds. Don't they see that I'm leading by example and I'm delivering? So why aren't they doing it? And that's the trap that managers get themselves into. Don't they see? Why aren't they figuring it out? Uh, and what you just said was was pivotal, which is communicate that these are your expectations as well from them that you will do this but you expect that from them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like that. That's really um, uh, very clear uh, about that. Now, what are some other things about being trust? Like sometimes we say about being, you know, being present is a great way to, to develop that. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's important to be present. It's important to, to, and when I say mm-hmm. present, I don't just mean present Holding um, your phones and and checking your correct <laughs> writing something. Yeah, I, I say, I say, I mean present in right. person. Uh, it's important to to see people in person. It's important to um, build those relationships face to face. Not to say that they don't happen virtually. They yeah. they can they do to a certain extent. But I I feel that um you 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 build it even more in person. Yeah. Um, when when people see how how you act, when people see that you're physically there, when see, people see that you're putting in right. the effort, um, you don't you usually you recognize effort when you see it in person. You don't necessarily recognize it behind mm-hmm. the screen because you're you're not seeing how how the person's working. If they're working really right. hard, if they're you know trying to solve a problem, if they're pulling different people in different. Re- but when you're physically there and people see the day to day they then recognize okay she's put a lot of work and effort into this that helps build trust um so when i say be present i'm like you know if you have like for myself i made a point to go into the office i make a point to go in more often than Mm -hmm. i don't for the you know today in today's you know hybrid approach uh to to work um that that is the trend a lot of people want to work from home i I still feel the need to have human mm-hmm. contact. I still feel that I'm more effective when I'm there in person. That is my personal motto. I go into work. Right. I um, try and, and see my, my, my people. Um, I um, build my relationships that way. Well, there's there's a connection that happens that we, we have lost in the, in the virtual environment, which is you don't have that small chat sometimes also when you're in a virtual environment, because it's like, if you, if we signed on, we had, we scheduled a meeting. We, we don't feel like we feel like we should make full use of that meeting and not say, how was your weekend or how was your, your trip or all that kind of stuff. Um, which you might have when you're working side by side with someone or walking down the hallway and you might have those, those conversations. But I, I get answers to things that I need by walking through the building. Um, instead of having to schedule an, a virtual meeting um, to be able to, you know, to, yes, that can mm-hmm. be done, 
But I, for myself, it's been more efficient when I walk through the halls, I happen to see somebody, I'm like, oh, by the way, um, I wanted to ask right. you about this. Uh, and I get my answer in two seconds, whereas it would require more effort the other right. way around. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, so for, for me, it's been more efficient that way. Um, I prefer it. And I think in um, in in my whole transition in the past year that I've um, been in this new role, it's been effective mm -hmm. for me. And it's been effective in, in quickly building relationships with with key people that I needed to do it, and with yeah. my team. It's it, it'll be a, we'll we'll have another episode on how to build the skill sets in the in the virtual environment because it is a different skill set to create that same kind of trust and and rapport, um, and set up mm -hmm. the the parameters to uh, exactly as you said. How do I know how much effort is has gone into this, or how do I get quick answers? So that'll be that'll be our our, our next episode. <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> the big takeaway from this really is is be present. Um, and and that means uh, that you're really making an effort that when you're with when you're with that person, that you're listening to them, that you're asking them questions, that they feel involved, that they feel, and good leaders always do this: that good leaders make that person feel validated and and heard and understood. Yeah. Well, listen, this has been this has been terrific. About uh, I don't have to know it all. <laughs> Uh, what we're going to do is, um, as you go into your leadership role, uh, as you've adapted as you said, in the past year into a brand new leadership role of head of people and culture, uh, we're going to take a little break here for our ad. Uh, then we will come back from the ad, Caroline. This will give you about a minute to think about your mm -hmm. failure. Ta-da. All right. Okay. So we'll be right back. Congratulations. You're on the path to leadership excellence by listening to this special podcast series on presentation skills. At The Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company, we want to help you develop skills in a way that is purposeful and impactful. If you or someone on your team wants to improve their leadership skills, it can be hard to know where to start. That's why we've developed interactive and engaging leadership packages, each consisting of multiple courses, individualized leadership coaching, and other resources. To support leaders at all levels, we've created four leadership packages, each specially designed to improve a leader's skills in a particular area. Lead with trust. Lead effective and collaborative teams. Lead with executive presence. And lead your presentations. Leaders will be engaged and learning from our proprietary, instructor-led training and grow as part of our community of like-minded leaders. To learn more about our leadership packages, go to greatcanadiantraining.ca or email us at info at greatcanadiantraining.ca and mention leadership package in the subject line. Okay, we're back with Caroline Cohen, Head of People and Culture in I Don't Have to Know It All. This has been some great insights here and we'll recap them at the end of the episode with our three stars, No Trois Etoiles and The Next Step about you know what were the big takeaways from this but before we let you go caroline we have a little segment in our show that we like to call failure Ta-da! and so this is uh uh where something might have felt like a failure at the time but was really more of a learning lesson so it went from ta-da to aha do you have something that you feel comfortable to share with us yeah. i do um i think it's always important to communicate ah. the plan um, I think that's been um, oftentimes, you know, you might steer or, or, or head down uh, a path. Um, it makes sense to me. It might make sense mm -hmm. to my team. But then when um, 
you present it or um, you you tell people that you're you're working on something and they kind of look at you <laughs> with a frown and it's like you realize okay they really don't understand mm-hmm. what I mean um, or where I'm headed with with this project so it's really important to communicate um, the plan the strategy um, don't assume that it's understood don't don't assume that just a project will be understood by others um, make sure that it's well um, thought out make sure that it's um, somehow displayed visually, whether it's in writing or in any other way, so that they can understand what the end result and the outcome right. will be. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, you, uh, that is that that is a good one, um, uh, and we often learn that lesson the hard way when you present the idea and they go and they you kind of get like a Scooby. Whoop! You got to get a Scooby Doo reaction. (laughs) You're like, oh no, I have to start over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, because again, it goes back to communication, which is um, we overestimate that we think people understand what we're thinking. Uh, And and so don't overestimate. Uh, Assume that they're thinking about their own world and their own work. um, And that when you present the ideas that they need to be brought up to speed. So what, what's involved in the idea? What are the steps involved? And what is the end result going to look like? Exactly. That's a great failure to uh, story and something we can all relate to. So Caroline, this has been, again, a pleasure to have and learn a little bit more about I don't have to know it all. This has been a great understanding of, of leadership about what we can lean on and how we can incorporate uh, the people that we work with, build our network, as you say. Um, so before we let you go, where, if, if someone has more questions or thoughts, uh, where can they find or ask Caroline Cohen? Uh, on LinkedIn, they can message me directly. Okay, on perfect. So Caroline Cohen, uh, on LinkedIn, Caroline, thank you so much for being a guest on the great Canadian leadership podcast. Thank you for having me. It was Swish. a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you can put into practice. And today's episode was you don't have to know it all, but here are the three things that you can put into practice. And number three is integrity, which is do what you say you're going to do and do it. Most importantly, though, is communicate it. Communicate what you expect. Don't expect others to read your mind or don't they see what I'm doing? You have to be able to communicate what the expectations are. Number two. Vision. What is going to give you confidence when you may not know it all is that vision. Do you have a clear picture of where you want to go? You may be learning as you go along, but it helps when you have clarity to where you're headed. It also helps to build your networks. It's a lot easier to pull in people to support an idea when everyone knows where they're headed. Number one, trust. Trust the people that you work with. By delegating, let go of your ego. Delegating also helps them with their confidence. People feel that they are also contributing to the goals, not just yours. And speaking of not just yours, it's also using the company values as part of mutual purpose as a way to have that conversation. Now, if you're not sure where to apply these three stars quite yet, here's the next step. What do you know? What can you rely on? And most importantly, what experiences do you have that are similar? Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. 
Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-led courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.